0: Welcome to The Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference.
1: Today in the Bible Overview, we're going to complete the transition between Solomon, between David and Solomon, his son who will succeed him on the throne of Israel. We're in uh, 1 Kings chapter 2. Verse 1 and following. When David's time to die drew near, he commanded Solomon, his son, saying, I'm about to go the way of all the earth. Be strong and show yourself a man and keep the charge of the Lord your God, walking in his ways and keeping his statutes, his commandments, his rules, and his testimonies, as it is written in the law of Moses, that you may prosper in all you do and wherever you turn that the lord may establish his word that he spoke concerning me saying if your sons pay close attention to their way to walk before me in faithfulness with all their heart and with all their soul you shall not lack a man on the throne of israel so despite david's failures despite his shortcomings david is finishing very strong he's giving great advice to his son solomon follow the commands of the lord in fact this harkens back to the davidic covenant that god established with david back in the samuels and this this is David remembering that God said, if your sons will follow my commands, uh, I will establish your throne forever. And of course, that was foreshadowing Jesus Christ as the king of kings, the final king. And uh, this is evidence that David is obviously still on board with that. His sins, his distractions, his failures have not taken him completely off the ball. And he's giving great advice to Solomon. So chapter two moves forward, and then Solomon and David kind of conspire to clean up a few messes that uh, were left in the wake of uh, Adonijah's, uh, you know, attempted coup, and that includes killing a bunch of guys, which I don't know how great that is, but that's what happened. Then you get to chapter three, and here's what verse three says: Solomon loved the Lord, walking in the statutes of David his father. Only he sacrificed and made offerings at the high places. So already by chapter 3, we're seeing that Solomon loves God. He he wants to walk in the statutes of his father, but he's not sacrificing according to God's specific commands in scripture. Right above that in verse 1 and 2 of chapter 3, it also says that Solomon married a daughter of the Egyptian pharaoh. God is totally against intermarriage and not because of a racial thing, but because these other people who the Israelites aren't supposed to intermarry with worship false gods and God doesn't want his people being distracted by these false gods and going down the wrong path. So already Solomon has, has said he wants to do the right thing. He loves the Lord, but he's intermarrying with pagan people and he is offering sacrifices in a way that is not exactly in line with God's commands. Solomon's going to start off strong. There are going to be some moments of brilliance, and then he's going to crash and burn. And we're going to learn about this later. But all of this reminds me of an important biblical point that comes out in John chapter 14, verses 21. Actually, we're going to just be in 21. And that is this. Uh, In order to love the Lord doesn't just mean you have this kind of warm, fuzzy feeling toward God. Loving God requires obedience. Here's what Jesus himself says in John fourteen twenty one: Whoever has my commands and keeps them, he it is who loves me. And he who loves me will be loved by my father and I will love him and manifest myself to him. This is a... a a critical new testament old testament biblical concept that loving god isn't just having warm feelings toward god or thinking well of god or or wanting to you know just kind of have the right thoughts and affections toward god loving god actually requires the people who claim to love him to obey him he who has my commands and obeys them he is the one who loves me that's what jesus said in john 14 and so today I think love is thrown around and misunderstood. And I'm afraid there might be a lot of people who think it's possible to love God, have an affection toward God on one hand, but have no interest in really obeying his commands on the other hand. It's a very dangerous place to be in. That's exactly the place that Solomon is in, and that's what Jesus is warning against. Later, James will talk about it in a slightly different terms, James 2, faith and works. If you claim to have faith, but the way you live doesn't back that faith up, then there's really no faith. And that is something that we Christians can wrestle with and struggle with all of our lives, because the fact is that even though we trust Jesus Christ, even though we have his righteousness attributed to us, even though we can stand holy and blameless before God through faith in Jesus because of his death and resurrection, we still struggle with sin. Romans chapter 7, Paul says, why is it that I don't do what I want to do and I do what I don't want to do? So we struggle with this in our Christian life while we're still on this earth but we can't shy away from the clear teaching in Scripture that love must be accompanied by obedience. Now, here's really good news, friends. Not only did Jesus' death and resurrection purchase forgiveness for us and righteousness for us on the cross, but it allowed us to be sealed with the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit of God is the one who gives us power to even desire to obey God and obey him in any way, shape, or form. So this isn't something we can even do on our own, but it's something we need to be aware of. It's something we need to be asking God to help us improve in, and we can be assured that if we know Christ truly, the Spirit is working in us so that not only will we have affections toward God, love toward God, but our lives, our lifestyles, and our obedience will increasingly align with His commands. Lord, thanks for this important teaching that love by itself isn't really love, that it must be accomp- accompanied by obedience. And thank you even more than that for the fact that you died on the cross, rose again, sealed those who trust you with the Holy Spirit, who is at work with us, causing these things to happen in our lives, despite the fact that we're rebellious and sinful and resistant to your work. Would you keep doing it in our hearts and our lives so that we can be an effective witness for you in this world, and so more people can come to know you and the peace and the joy that comes with that. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen.
0: The Daily Dose is a partnership between four ministries. First is Christian Crusaders, where you can find weekly 30-minute worship services at christiancrusaders.org, and where you can hear engaging interviews and other content on one of our three podcasts.